back to TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans, getting ready to kick off the 2023-2024 season right here at TC. And as always, I have my special guests in studio and my student co-hosts, Jaden Locker and Balen Middleton. And joining us first off this morning to kick things off is head football coach here at Tishomingo County High School, Coach Corey Quinn. Coach Quinn, glad to see you across the desk from us this morning. I know a brand new year, a brand new season. I just want to say welcome back to TC and, you know, don't walk on the grass, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that, a, that's the first thing they tell you. That's the first thing I learned at orientation. Do not walk on the grass. That's right. No, no walking on the grass here at TC. But anyway, we're just glad to have you in studio with us this morning and look forward to a great year. So, uh, like I said, I'll turn it over to the students here. I know they've got a bunch of questions to ask you, and, and we'll get this thing rolling. A bunch. I've been thinking about this all summer. <laughs> so, so, Coach, for my first question that I got for you is, um, so what expectations do you have for the players and the coaches going into this season? And obviously I've looked at the schedule. It's a it's – a, it's a it's a little bit of a better schedule than it was last year, in my opinion. So, what expectations do you have of the players and coaches this season? Well, we, uh, you know, going from year one to year two, it's it's kind of like we've we've all gotten to know each other a little bit better. Um, the the expectations are, are like I told like I told the team during the off season when we first got started. I held the expectations down, hoping they would meet them and we could build on something, but. What I realized is, is that by holding them, you know, to a level high or lower than, you know, what I'd like to hold them, that we were going to lose our winners instead of lose our losers. So I just told them, I'm just going to hold it up here real high and you're going to meet it or you're not going to be able to cut it. And what we've seen is kind of that transition. We've, uh, you know, we, we had 55 guys on the team and 47 made more than 20 summer workouts. They only had 26 opportunities. I didn't give them any work. I didn't give them any workouts for seven on seven, or anything like that. And you know, I had a, and then we had about 20 make more than 24 workouts, and I had 12 that did not miss a day. So the expectations are are raised, and the, and the guys are really trying to meet them. And then as far as the coaching staff goes, I mean, we're it's kind of like going into the second year. We've we've all been together, and we all kind of understand each other a little bit more, and um, just finding a way to keep growing the program and keep developing the program. Um, that's the that's the main thing to me. Um, schedule wise, I I think it is a little bit more navigable than it was. You know, the previous season, you're not playing teams like out of region that are going to be. You know, that might – I mean, who knows? They could be. But it seems like we've got a chance to, to be more competitive, you know, early on in the season and hopefully build some momentum going forward. And with the change of the division, um, how does that affect the football program? You know, we can't we – can't, we can't decide any of that. I get to pick the outer region schedule. Um, don't get to pick the in-region schedule. Mm -hmm. We are playing in a very tough neighborhood, and we realize that. Um, what I want to see this year out of our guys is – we have we have gotten the tools to compete. You know, we have gotten bigger and we have gotten stronger, and we've put the work in that's required to be good. What I want to see them do is play teams that have put the same amount of work in that we have and rise to the occasion. Um, and you know, and try to and instead of and what I saw last year a lot of times was we would come out and we would be ready to play. One bad thing happens, or one thing is off, or one thing doesn't go according to plan, and we just kind of let go of the rope. Oh, here we go again. You know, we're not going to be able to overcome this. And just getting them to understand that every Friday, 
it's not going to go on script. I've never – I've coached a bunch of football games. Not a single one has ever gone on script. You know, so just having them understand that momentum is a real thing, but you can seize it and take control of a game on your, on your own account. And when something bad happens, flush it, move on. Let's keep playing. So that's the, that's the thing we've tried to ingrain in ourselves this offseason. And I'm, I'm excited to see the progress that we've made from last year to this year as far as being determined to overcome adversity. How are you having to push new players and players from last year to step into bigger roles while losing some of your key starters? Well, I think that's a really good question. It, it started in the weight room and, and the expectation that we set and the things that we, were gonna that we decided that we were going to be about. Um, we, have, we have adopted this year, we are all in. That's our, that's our phrase. Um, we're going to have a, a steak dinner next, or this Friday night for all the kids that made over 20 workouts. And the guys that didn't are going to eat hamburgers. We're still going to feed them. But we're going to do a commitment ceremony. I've got, band, I've got wristbands made, and once I give them to the team, I'm going to start passing them out around school and stuff like that. We're going to be all in all the time. So that's how I've pushed these guys and these, and these you know, upcoming seniors and, and underclassmen. And some guys have emerged that didn't really help us a whole lot last year, and that's been exciting to see. Some guys are still developing, like that are going to – like that. our freshman class was really big. We've only lost about two of those guys. And that was uh, – and that was just because they, you know, had, you know, some issues here and there and they couldn't be on the football team anymore. But – Seeing that group, there's about 20-something of them, and we've kept almost all of them. So being able to, to you know, get, get, keep them in an environment with us, keep them working hard, and then pushing the older guys to set the new standard. Uh, you know, having discussions with the seniors about, hey, guys, like, this is, this is the way this has got to go. And it's never been modeled for you before. But this is what I'm telling you. So you can model it for the kids that are coming up behind you. And that's what leadership looks like. So – I'm ram a little bit, but Clint, Clint, Clint Pfeiffer the other day, he's, he's our starting right guard. We, every time we, we fall start on offense, we stop everything and do five up-downs, mm -hmm. right? Well, we were on about set five of five up-downs. Focus just wasn't good that day at practice. Mm -hmm. And instead of and instead of where it felt like last year, there would have been a lot of negativity. It was a lot of, hey, let's go. We're better than that, you know? And like I tell them all the time, like, I will, I will be the heavy hand. You need to pick each other up. And, and that's what I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see guys have some social awareness and social intelligence and know when to, when to really get after a guy and, like, when to, when to pick somebody up. So those are the things that I'm seeing culturally that I think are going to help us. As you said with your seniors setting the example, how are you having to help them have, like, new, like, mindsets and not give up after one bad thing happens and not be like, oh, here we go again. It's a process, and I think a lot of it has to do with the relationship building we've been able to do this offseason. You know, I was getting out of the car and coaching last spring. Like, I ain't driving, getting out of the car, having a practice kid. Nobody knew who I was, and I didn't know them. I didn't, I didn't know everybody's name until about the end of July last year. You know, so that was a, that was a big thing. And just being able to grow and develop together and – like I tell the guys all the time, the reason my high school football team was close is because we went through hard things together. Like, they're going to remember going through hard things together. We're going to remember going through hard times together. So just preaching, you know, and still being on them about, hey, you know, I remember on the bus ride home from Kossuth last year, one of our seniors looked at me and said, Coach, I am tired of losing. Good. That's the first step. 
Now, what do you do every day? What are the habits that you built? What are the things that we do that, that separate us and, and kind of make the difference between winning and losing? And those are the things that they've had to buy into and the things that, they have, the things that they've done. I, I'm, I'm very pleased with the progress we've made. Well, Coach Quinn, it's good as always to have you on TC Braves Nation. Tell us when first kickoff is. All right, so August the 18th, we're playing at Thrasher. We've got a jamboree. We're uh, going to play Holly Springs. We kick off at 8 o'clock that night. They've got a, quite a few teams lined up. And then one week later, we play at Alcorn Central uh, in Glen. We're, we're going over to their place, and, and that will get us kicked off in the regular season. Um, so the, the, first, the first few weeks are going to be really big for us to get off to a strong start and get some momentum built up. Well, we want to get everyone out there to support the Braves, so be sure to mark all of those dates on your calendars and be sure to come out and join us and watch some good football. We've got good things happening here this year, and Coach Quinn, I know you have done a lot over the summer. I've talked with you on and off all summer long, so I think we can expect some really, really good things going forward this fall. And thank you again for coming in and sitting down with us, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to TC Braves Nation. I'm Brendan Romans along with Jaden Locker and Balin Middleton, and we have a new guest in studio with us, head volleyball and head Lady Braves basketball coach Brian Middleton. Coach Middleton, glad to see you back across the table from us today. We appreciate you always coming in throughout your season and everything you do here at TC. So glad to have you this morning. Thanks, Mr. Romans. Always, I always enjoy coming in here and, and hanging out on the podcast. Coach Milton, I have a couple questions for you, and the first one's going to be, so what are your expectations going into this year's volleyball season? So what do you expect out of the players and the coaching staff? Oh, man, yeah, high expectations, uh, Jay. We're, we're, we're excited about our uh, season coming up. Um, Got to go to Kostuth, uh today, and uh, it's going to be a big big game for us opening up. We're, we're wanting to – you know, Coach Rob challenged us the other day to get off to great starts in athletics. School year goes goes good as, as you know, athletics – if athletics goes good, and, uh, you know, that's kind of one of those things. It, it makes school a little more exciting to uh, – win and so we're going to take that challenge and we're going to go to Costa and try to get some victory today but our expectations are really high we think we're one of the better teams in 4a um and uh, we gotta we gotta go out there on the court and perform like that too though yes with us you saying you're one of the best teams in 4a making it to the third round last year how are you looking to push even there or even farther in the tournament yeah, look, we talk about that a good bit. Um, third rounds, just, you know, it was a great accomplishment for us, but, you know, we want a little bit more. We want to be down in Jackson. Um, yeah, both basketball and volleyball, we're kind of hunting gold balls, and so, you know, we're excited about that. And uh, it's just a, the next challenge. We've done a, We've accomplished so much here at Tish County and um, in our in our programs, and we're, we're kind of – taking that next step and uh, taking that next challenge and kind of embracing that and trying to get to the next level. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. When you bring back the gold ball this year, I want it right here on the table with the first oh. interview. We're, I'm going to go ahead and call it now. <laughs> oh, that, hey, that's the deal, Mr. Romans. Right. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying. We're trying. We're working really hard. The girls working really hard. But, it's you know, it's a step-by-step process, and you got to have a little bit of uh, luck, got to stay healthy, got to be fortunate, and um, – we're just we're excited about the chance. With all the starters coming back, how is the experience going to help you even more this year? Oh yeah, that that's such a big deal. Um, 
because it's experience that's been successful. Um, you know, experience that hasn't been successful sometimes doesn't pay off as much, but um, these are girls that are experienced and they've been successful. They know what it's like to win. They know how to win. You know, and it's just taking that next step. Um, it's kind of it's kind of exciting. Um, got some good uh, senior leaders, you know, Reese, Riley, Margaret, Gracie, Haley, Tate, you know, they, they're doing a great job of, of being leaders. And um, they got some underclassmen that are stepping in and performing. You know, a couple of young eighth graders playing a lot of big varsity minutes. And so that's fun to see them out there getting better. And uh, we're just, just trying to put ourselves in a position to win. What are you doing to prepare for this season with your team? Uh, well, we, we look – we. We worked in the summer. We went to camp over at uh, UT Chattanooga, spent a weekend over there with them. And, um, you know, that was kind of helping us, you know, get we, – we found a lot of weaknesses there, um, a lot of good teams outside of Mississippi that really challenged us. And, um, you know, that was fun for the girls. It's something we've always done in basketball, but we've kind of incorporated that into volleyball and uh, giving those girls a chance to get better over the summer. Um, and uh, just kind of went to work. We went to uh, – Jamboree over at Costute last week and, and had a lot of success and then went to a classic at Pontotoc and, and, and watched, watched the wheels kind of fall off the wagon there. But, um, you know, it's just a learning experience. And as we kick it off tonight, uh, we just we think we're ready to go out and hopefully excited about playing Costute. Should be real fired up tonight. And then, uh, yeah, you know, shout out for Thursday. We've got our first home match right. Thursday. Mm-hmm. And um, against Corinth, and uh, we want to have a great student section over there and really supporting these girls. I know towards the middle and end of the year last year, we had a big student section. How does that impact the game, and how does that help have momentum? Yeah, for the speaking of that home game, huge momentum to come in and have a, a crowd like we had last year. Um, you know, there's a lot of games um, in that gym last year, regardless of sport that you look at, that were huge crowds. Um, and huge environments and huge atmospheres. And if you were a part of that, um, you know how big that was. Come back and be a part of that again. And it, it just helps. It's, it's, it's about your school. And so it's about, you know, buying into something and, and supporting your classmates, the girls and guys you see walking down the hall. And I um, want to encourage that we, you know, kind of become – our mentality in the locker room and one of our, our things is family. And um, you should – um, try to be supportive of one another here. Uh, we're all in the same boat and uh, encourage one another. And, you know, I'll be over there in my corner on Friday nights watching the football team and cheering for those boys. And, uh, you know, just come out and support these girls as well. And if you've never been to a game here, you, you need to get there. It's a, an electric atmosphere that we really enjoy. We will be live streaming Thursday night for the kickoff of Lady Braves volleyball, but we want you in the gym, I would say that. Yes. You're, you're missing half the experience right there. You need to definitely get out and plan to come to a couple of games with us this year. I can assure you, you will have a blast. That's, that's right. Mr. Romans mm-hmm. does our live stream. Look, look, that's for people that got grandparents out of town and for you that's, watching the replays. That's right. Come on out and support <laughs> these girls. It'll be a great environment, um, you know, game with Corinth right down the road. It'll be fun. Um, hopefully we'll be one and zero rolling in and, and have a good week and uh, you know get things going going on the right leg. Well, Coach Middleton, as always, thank you for coming in and joining us on TC Braves Nation today. I know you've got a lot of work to get ready for these games this week, and I won't take any more of your time. But thank you again, as always, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back to TC Braves Nation. Well, we've got Coach Middleton out the door and Coach Parsons. Glad to see you in with us today, as always. Coach Justin Parsons, he is the head boys basketball coach and head golf coach. So, Coach, glad you're here with us, and let's talk a little golf today. So, Coach, you brought in a bunch of new people and even some players from your basketball team. So, with that being said, what are you excited for going into this golf season? You're right. You know a little bit about us. But we did bring in uh, more people this year, uh, more of my basketball players like uh, Case and Tom and Shane. Uh, so, I'm excited. They're, they're really – picked up the game they've been they've been uh, working and uh, playing a lot I mean like religiously they play like I, yeah I've seen them a couple times yeah, this summer at the play, club just playing around they play golf all the time so I don't know if I should say this but I've got a simulator in my shop and I, I can't keep those boys out of my shop uh but uh yeah so I'm excited about the boys game also excited about the girls this is going into the third year they're they're working hard going over to getting lessons over at Robert Drenton's Jones so they missed the playoffs by two strokes last year so I'm looking for us to make it to state this year what are your expectations and goals like you said you want the girls to make it to state this year how are you feeling about that so we met as a team uh yesterday for the first time and i told them my expectations are, are rising for uh tc golf golf is not easy golf is a really hard um hard sports challenging uh so yeah, my expectations have risen this year. I'm looking for the girls to make it to state. They're they're hungry for it, and of course, the boys. We've we've been missing it uh, each year, but again, like you like uh, you guys know, we've got more players and um, that are again religiously playing. And that's what you got to do. Um, golf's not easy, so yeah, our our expectations is to make it to the state playoffs this year and get out of school. That's <laughs> so. <three days. laughs> Obviously, they're doing a lot of practice on their own, but how are you preparing them uh, yourself outside of school and stuff like that? So, yeah, um, we're, we're really kind of getting into uh, uh, golf season now. Uh, we met yesterday as a team. Golf is a little bit different where, unlike, you know, football, basketball, it's hard to bring them all together at mm -hmm. one time because it gets a little dangerous. But, anyways, we're going to start playing. I think uh, today we're going up to Pitwick to play that course. So, in golf, what we do is we play, we figure out what we're struggling with, and then, you know, sometimes we send, we send them off. Some of them's working on their chipping and putting. Some of them's working on their irons. And so, <clears throat> you know, we just kind of get uh, – we, we figure out what we need to start working on. Just like any sport, we really just, just start working on those details, working on those little things. Because in golf, I mean, uh, you might be putting one, one day good, but next thing you know, you're not hitting your irons or you're not hitting your driver. In golf, I mean, you could be literally just a smidgen of a degree off. And next thing you know, that ball's flying to the right or left. And it's hard to figure that, figure that stuff off. So, yeah, just starting to practice, get on the range, which all summer I've been telling these guys, hey, get out on the golf course, start playing, start chipping and putting. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're really listening to that and they're taking that to heart. So, I mean, they're working hard. The schedule said your first match is next Monday, August 14th. Where is that at? Redmont, down there in okay. Red Bay. It's, uh, so, it's in Alabama, nice 18-hole course, mm -hmm. in good shape. So. Fun, fun golf course to play. And how are you feeling about that? Have y'all ever played there? Yeah, we've played there. It's a tight course. I don't even like that course to a certain extent. <laughs> it's got a lot of trees, and yeah, if you miss the fairways, it's pretty, pretty tough, and you can lose your uh, golf ball in a heartbeat. I mean, just if you lose your focus um, for one shot, I mean, it can turn into, um, you know, a par four can turn into uh, an eight. Sounds so like, that's that's golf. Yes. I mean, when you really start learning golf, you start playing golf. I don't know if you guys have just had one of those just, 
you know, uh, just mentally at the end of that match, guys, I mean, you're just, you're just worn out, mm-hmm. worn because, I mean, you just, you've got to stay focused at all times mm-hmm. because, again, one hole can absolutely uh, destroy you. As you said, golf is a mentally tough sport. It is. How are you preparing your players to become mentally tough and to be able to push through that? So, you know, kind of watching them when they play, they're going to get in those situations. And I'm going to I've – been, I've been coaching golf for a while. And in a way, sometimes, yeah, I'm coaching them. In a way, i got to be a psychologist and, you know, bring them because they're going to go down. I mean, in golf, I tell them, take one shot at a time. You know, you can't do anything about the last shot. Get yourself out of trouble. Take your medicine. Put it back in the fairway. And, you know, basically going to have to take a stroke instead of trying to hit it through multiple trees and just keep doing it and keep slapping mm-hmm. at it. You know, so you gotta you got to start off teaching them to understand, hey – I've hit a bad shot, let it go, get it back into play, and let's play. So I got a, I got a question for you. What made you uh, want to go to uh, coach golfing? I know you coach basketball, and you've been doing that for a couple of years here. But what made you want to coach golfing up here at TC? You know, so I first started off coaching golf at Corinth. Um, coach Green, one of my mentors, love him to death. He gave me, uh, he gave me the golf team uh, after, I think, my third year. Uh, and I started off with a young young team, and I've I've been playing competitive golf since probably 21. It's just a really good game if you because you can't play football or basketball or baseball your whole entire life, but you can play golf up, up until you're just really old. So I got into golf. I started creating mm-hmm. that team, and you know I saw the talent there. Uh, we went from finishing dead last in tournaments to getting to where we were finishing first. We ended up winning our uh, district tournament twice in a row and that's saying you know we're winning a state uh, championship so that was really really fun so so can't come to uh, come to TC coach Glover you know he's in uh, he, he he's really busy he he ended up letting me have the golf team which coach Glover still helps he's an avid golfer really good golfer uh, and just it, there's nothing more rewarding than getting kids involved in a game that they can they can play for the rest of their life. And just seeing them when they are able to start hitting hitting the ball and controlling it, there's just there's nothing more rewarding. Well, Coach Parsons, we do appreciate you sitting in with us this morning. I know uh, we're all excited for your season coming up. And, hey, we wish you the best of luck. And, you know, we want to see some state trophies. And like I told Coach Middleton, I want the first interview with you and your guys when those start coming back to T.C. this uh, the end of this fall. Yes. Definitely. Definitely, guys, appreciate what you guys do. Love the podcast, so you can name me anytime. You're more than welcome. Come get me. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back in just a minute. Welcome back to TC Braves Nation. Well, we have another special guest in studio with us this morning, head cross-country coach Daniel Stewart. Coach, glad to see you in front of a microphone this morning, getting this fall sports roundup off to a good start. So, welcome. Okay. So, as the new cross-country coach, how are you preparing for this season and learning about the sport all at the same time? Ooh, that's a very tough question. Um, I have been pretty much staying in Coach Taylor's ear from last year to this year, seeing how um, she did last year, learning how the kids are, learning, you know, um, how to interact with them. It's different to me than coaching, you know, baseball or whatnot um, because they run. That's 
that's it. Like it's everybody else's punishment. So it's just like <laughs> these kids just love it. Like you know, it's like okay, we're we're done with practice. Okay, well I'm gonna, I'm gonna go run some more. It's like okay, so it's it's taken some learning to uh, for that, and then also um, what I need to do to better them because everybody's different. Everybody runs at a different pace. Uh, everything. So just trying to get the hang of that, like how to I identify with every single runner we have yes so what are your expectations I know you're new to the sport and all but what are you expecting out of your uh, team this year and um, how do you think that uh, it'll go this year like if we can stay healthy uh, I think we'll be very good we've had some injuries already this this already early this summer uh, this summer um, is I think if we stay healthy though we'll be we'll be pretty tough to beat so when is the first cross-country meet August the 26th Okay. Ooh, in the heat. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And speaking of that, how do you prepare on the safety side for that with your athletes and, and your and your runners? I lots mean, of water. Lots of water. Yes, sir. Gatorade, we have a 10-gallon cooler, and it stays packed full to make sure that nobody uh, – we, um, we had somebody get start to get sick mm-hmm. early in the summer. I was like, listen, sit down, cool off, drink some Gatorade water, whatnot, and then uh, – if you feel up to it like your body's going to, you can get back out there, but just don't take it to the extreme because there's no sense in that know-how. Well, I know I saw several of your runners this summer oh, out yeah. running, and it was like, oh, my goodness, I need to get an air conditioner. <laughs> I can't get an air conditioner fast enough. I don't, I don't see how they, how they do it. It's, you did like, say that your runners run constantly. How much do y'all run per day at practice? It uh, depends on the day. Uh, usually it's anywhere from – three to six miles so um there are like for instance i uh i have one certain runner that ran for seven miles yesterday and then that's and he's like okay i'm I'm gonna run sprints now so i'm just like okay you know which Mm -hmm. i mean he loves it so so you've uh touched on a little bit about how it's been uh changed from going from basketball and then to cross country, and you also coach on the baseball team. So, um, how big of a difference or change has that been from going from something where, like you said, running is a punishment for most sports to where all this sport is is just run, run, run. So, what's been the change, and how have you been adjusting to that? Trying not to get, uh, I get, I don't, I don't want to say like too in depth in it, but like trying not to be like, okay, run, you got to run faster. Like if you don't run faster, we're not going to win. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, it turns in from a punishment to now. Hey, listen, we, we got this time. Okay, the more we run, the quicker we can beat that time. And it's it's all personal. Like hey, this is you. Okay, nobody else is going to run this time. This is your time. So whatever that number is. You run that time, hey, this next time, if if we just, you know, take a little bit off here, take a little bit off here, and just gradually get to a, a certain personal time that we want to. So This is going to be kind of a step away from the serious questions, but so how is your punishments? Uh, how do <laughs> you punish them? The yeah. How do you punish them? Because you love if, running people. I've been around if, you. If all they're doing is running because, like, Honestly, that's a big punishment to me. Run seven miles, like, but if that's easy to I, them, I so what? Do you, how you punish miles. them? Uh, that's when we get into things uh, like push-ups, yeah. sit-ups, okay. um, holding a plank for so long. Yeah, obviously not on the asphalt, but you know, um, jumping. So that would be their punishment, more of a um, lifting side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so. yeah, that, that's reasonable. 
Well, thank you, Coach Stewart. Do appreciate you coming in and giving us some highlights into your program, your first year for Cross Country. We do wish you the best of luck, and we hope to have you back on uh, quite a bit throughout the season as we head into the rest of this fall year. So, thank you very much. All right. We'll be right back with more TC Braves Nation. And we're back with TC Braves Nation with another special guest, Coach Jared Robinson, our athletic director here at Tishomingo County High School. And I do want to say this man does more than any of you ever know. Mm. I see him running around campus nonstop. So, Coach Rob, we're so glad that you could spend a few minutes with us. Uh, as you know, we're kicking off our fall sports highlight here at Tishomingo County. So, I know uh, my student co-hosts here have quite a few questions for you, and I'll just go ahead and let them start hammering those out to you. Well, before you get to that, Mr. Romans, those were really kind words. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, I'm just I'm here in service of our coaches and our student athletes. So it's, it's really not a big deal. It takes what it takes. How are you looking to encourage students to get more active and going to games or being in clubs this year? Um, so we have uh, through a couple of different avenues and over the course of a couple of years since I've been back at Tishomingo County, we have implemented our property of initiative, which is the athletic and activities department funding cloth. Um, for those of you out there listening, that, that's coach speak for shirts, clothing, uh, for every single one of our student athletes. Because on every Friday, beginning the first full week of the school year, we challenge all of our student body to show up in something school spirit related, whether it's blue, black, gray, or white, uh, something team issued, if they're not a part of a club or a program, we encourage them to borrow something from someone. They can come to the office if they don't have anything. Of course, some of our area businesses sell school stuff. But those of uh, those within our programs that that are already there, we we want to provide them with as close to a collegiate experience as possible by giving them the things that they need that they would get otherwise. So they don't have the excuse that they don't have something to wear on Friday, for example. So that's one of the ways that we've tried to more actively involve our student body now again that's aimed at the student athletes we put band and polos everybody else got a a t-shirt and we'll be handing those out if you haven't already got them i know volleyball's gotten theirs um so we're kind of proud of that that was something that that and Balin, you you know more about this maybe than some others but you were in our salt initiative that discussed that figured out a way to get that done so that's something that we're hopefully able to to do each and every year from now on uh we we offer some other community sponsored events um, like Meet the Braves, which is coming up on this Friday. So if you're out there listening, we encourage everybody to be here Friday night, 6 p.m., TCHS football field. We'll do Fall Meet the Braves. We'll recognize members of band, cheer, golf, football, volleyball, and cross country. I think that's all of our fall programs this year. And that's free admission. So, again, we're, we're trying to open up avenues that doesn't cost anybody anything to be involved. So that's just getting us started off the off the jump here at the school year. So hopefully that'll um, the weather will cooperate. It won't be too hot. It it certainly won't rain. We we've experienced some of that in the first couple of days of school. Uh, but that that's one of the ways that we're trying to engage the students here on the front end with no cost to them. So coach, how have you been preparing the the other coaches and putting them in the best possible uh, spot to win this season or win in their program? So. Uh, we're, we're modestly funded at the district level, so we have to be creative in ways to give our programs the resources that they need to be successful. So uh, we've taken on a digital program that will generate some revenue that goes, uh, by and large, towards our property of initiative. 
but will also free up some additional money as, as we continue to draw in that revenue over the course of the winter sports and the sports and activities and the spring sports and activities. Um, investment is a huge deal. So just last year, we, we uh, facilitated the building of a, a new softball cage, covered cage, mm-hmm. something that they were desperately in need of. Baseball had gotten one the year before through their booster club. We try to make some facility upgrades throughout the year. We, we installed two new scoreboards, baseball and softball. They were out of date. Football had gotten a new scoreboard the year before. Put some branding stuff around campus. Uh, but as far as the coaches themselves, whenever we are able to make an investment in the program, um, it, it, it costs money to make money. In this case, it costs money to provide them with the resources they need to be successful. Football, of course, gets their fair share because there is a safety requirement that we kind of have to um, – build upon each year helmets and shoulder pads and that sort of thing so football is generally more expensive but we also try and raise the investment in our other programs for example when i arrived as athletic director uh, all of our programs are on a budget but in the three years since i've been in this position we've been able to raise those budgets uh in some cases 50 percent from where they were to where they are now and and they can turn around and spend that money on their student athletes whether that's putting them in new uniforms or buying new equipment. I know volleyball and basketball in particular have bought new equipment recently, mm-hmm. uh, and that's designed to benefit the student athlete so that we can be more successful on the field. So again, it all comes back to the investment, and I can't say enough, I can't stress enough how important the community has been in raising this money and generating this revenue so that we can turn around and invest in our student athletes. I know I'm about to shade more towards the assistant principal side of your job. How are you looking forward to this school year, and how are you going to strive to make this a great school year? Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the first day of school, uh, this is my – Christmas will be my 19th year in education. I started in January up on graduating college in December, uh, almost 19 years ago now. But uh, I can only remember one other year in my career. Now, it may have happened more than this, but I can only remember one other year where it rained on the first day of school. That was an incredibly great year for me professionally. So I'm thinking that maybe that's a sign that we're looking at a great year. Uh, Maybe the the school gods are kind of telling us, hey, this is going to be a really good year. Uh, But more to your question, um, as I mentioned earlier, it it really – it takes what it takes. Tishomingo County is a large campus. We have a large student body. Um, But I am built by TC at the same time. So I have a unique understanding of what it used to be like, how far it's come, what it takes to – invest to make it better and projects like our our podcast here is one of the great ways that the school has improved over the course of just since i've returned here as as an administrator so uh, there's small incremental things that we can do every day that makes it better and the the culture and the climate of the school is important and and I, i tell this to the coaches all the time especially every year when we meet before school starts back that when our sports teams are good, the school year is good. Mm-hmm. So when volleyball gets off to a great start or football gets off to a great start, the school year gets off to a great start. As our sports and activities continue, when band is successful at the state competition or we have programs that make the playoffs and, and generate a little more excitement in the community, that, that just makes the school year better. So hopefully we're looking at a great year as far as that goes and, and maybe that rain on the first day was just a, an omen that, that, of, of a sign of good things to come. Well, Coach Rob, we always appreciate you coming in, and the microphone's always open. I know we'll have you back uh, quite a bit throughout the year. And, again, thank you for your hard work here and everything that you do for TC. Thank you again, Mr. Romans, for the kind words, and, and keep up the good work. And that will wrap us up this week for TC Braves Nation. I'm Brandon Romans with Jaden Locker and Balin Middleton, and we hope to see you back next time.